0: And hello and welcome, everyone, to the Comic Multiverse, where the worlds of nerd meet. Matt, we're a comic book podcast. We're back again Saturday night here with all of our friends. It's Canada Day here, as I record this, Canada Night, I should say. So if you hear any loud explosions in the distance, uh, you know, I promise the revolution is not on. That's just the fireworks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's been quite a few of them, haven't there?
0: Mm Mm-hmm, yep. So if you hear that sound, that's what it is. Uh, Normally, again, because the fairground, you can see it from my place. In years past, I just like put a lawn chair on the hill and watch. But I knew I couldn't, you know, uh, back out of the show this week because uh, I was off last week.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. you you can you can barely hear them. They just sound like 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 far off uh, Mm -hmm. uh, artillery. (laughs) Yeah,
0: just little far far, far off artillery there. Uh, Yeah, I was sick last week uh thank you everyone who had all those kind words for me on social media and everything there uh i didn't come out and say it but yeah i had covid actually so did oh. everyone in my house <laughs> oh no. Nah. yeah i legit had the covid i got the big c though because i'm young and healthy and vaxxed and everything i was only sick for like 24 hours
1: yeah yes yeah, it's, it's very uh, uh mild mild yeah
0: everyone else in my house was incredibly sick though they all got hit much more differently it's crazy to think how that affects everyone differently and also i'm a little disappointed because i made it damn near four years without catching Mm. it once Mm. i broke my streak
1: i uh i'm lucky i haven't uh caught it yet just yet
0: any day now again i thought i thought i had missed it but like clearly what i see now is like oh it's it's winter cold summer covids now is what it is Because I had gotten the update on my phone from like Health Canada being like, hey, you know, it's time to you know update your shot. And I'm like, damn, fine. No one's really masking up anymore. I'm good. Everything's fine. And then the <laughs> second I say that, oh, geez, I got some chills. Oh, geez, I can't stop sweating. Why am I yeah. running a fever? What's going on? Yeah, it, get, my... it gets like that. <laughs> yeah, my body hurts. What's going on? And like I thought, like I thought I had food poisoning. I thought I had a completely different kind of sick. But no, I, I had gotten the big one. But I'm fine now. Clean bill of health and uh, shit. I think I got antibodies for like three months, so you know I'm just gonna be running around in the street, acting all kinds yeah. of fool,
1: licking fire hydrants. And oh yeah yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: like we used to in the before times, <laughs> in the long, long ago, just we'll, raw dog in life. Yeah,
1: we'll get together and just uh, just lick some <laughs> fire poles, on each yeah. other. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> having a big old cough party. <laughs> <laughs> uh kt helping us out in the chat thank you kt As a buffalo native i grew up with uh lots of things that originated from canada so i should celebrate you should yeah you're basically right on the goddamn border you know buffalo mm. and windsor you know we're basically the same place
1: yeah yeah go for it
0: all for it uh, by all means you're all you're all honorary canadians today <laughs> watching the show i i can make that call that power has been invested in me by trudeau himself <laughs> He called me up today and said, Joel, you know what? I'm giving you this power. I'm investing it in you. And in return, I expect." expected that I hung up on him. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the kind of relationship me and JT have.
2: <laughs>
0: can, you, can you not talk about the blackface anymore? Thanks. <laughs> I'm like, I never did. <laughs> but yeah, we're back again, everyone. We got a lot of news from uh, the week that was and uh, the week that I missed. So should we just hop right on into that map?
1: Let's hop into it, yeah.
0: Let's hop right on into it. Now, keeping with brand new industry standards, uh, you know, the comic multiverse, much like your favorite social media apps, the first 300 dick jokes will be free. But then moving forward, <laughs> you will need to get little check marks for the remaining uh, 600 dick jokes that we will make over the next hour and a yes. half.
1: <laughs> yes, you need to subscribe. Yes.
0: <laughs> yes, you need to subscribe. Because, to- you know, that's just a great way to run a business, you know, something that absolutely, you know, runs on advertisement and engagement and people seeing stuff. What we need to do is make sure that people need to see less of the show matt that's how we'll succeed <laughs> we can we can do that and then we can finally take that big submarine trip to the bottom of the ocean yes. or we'll be the first we'll be the first podcast to podcast from the titanic
1: yeah we'll go down in our sewage pipe that that, yep. that controlled by a uh, uh, an xbox controller
0: it looks like the fucking kids next door mate made. Don't worry, I've got a, a Xbox controller right here. It has camo on it, so you know it's good. <laughs> also, this is actually an officially branded Xbox controller. None of that Logitech shit.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I have the Starfield one, so oh. so, so we, we, can, we can go to space with it.
0: Nice. Yeah, that's where we're going next. You know, the ocean is totally played out. Matt and I are starting our own <laughs> space program. We're going to go to space, and we're going to take it to those damn moon people, finally. <laughs> like we've always promised again that's where your patreon money is going in the next little bit everyone (laughs) to go and fight the moon people personally (laughs) uh and with that everyone we can actually get to the news now now that i've caught up on all the cultural references i missed when we didn't have the show for a (laughs) week two weeks yet (laughs) as you can tell i was just sitting hard at work being like what bits am i gonna do But uh, yeah, so we officially actually have our brand new Superman and Lois for James Gunn's upcoming Superman Legacy. Yes, yes, we do. Uh, that, of course, would be David Corn Sweat or Corn I've heard everyone pronounce it differently. Corn Sweat. That's how I pronounce it. Corin sweat as well as uh the magnificent mrs mazel's uh rachel bronison now is she actually mazel in the show i've never watched it and i feel like maybe i should start now she is yes okay so she is the mazel okay
1: yes yes and and i am so happy she got chosen as as lois
0: she again from what little I know of the Maisel show she definitely looks like she can play that role really well and uh corn sweat I don't know anything about the dude except for the fact that he looks a lot like a drawing of Superman and that's probably for the best that I don't know shit about him
1: the interesting thing about him is that uh he's actually um an American he's not British he just has a British sounding name
0: Yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, let me guess, another Brit, right? But no, now you're telling me he's not.
1: Yeah, and he's Jewish, and he's from Philadelphia, which we won't hold against him.
0: (laughs) Hey, Philly cheesesteaks are delicious. And when I went there, it was not sunny, but everyone was really nice to me in Philadelphia. (laughs) You know, maybe it's perfect as I have uh, my one trip to Philadelphia. I realized, oh, you guys aren't polite, but you're all very nice is the thing. (laughs) <laughs> where in canada you could say it's the other way around we're all very polite but not very nice not
1: very nice yeah
0: <laughs> but very polite again maybe that is just a philadelphia thing maybe he'll be perfect maybe that'll be the new direction for superman there philly superman where you know he's just throwing rocks at santa but also saving kids from fires yeah yeah yeah
1: he's just a. Uh, he go he's he's just gonna go to Patty's pub and just exactly. hang out with like frank and the people there <laughs> Dr-
0: drink his fight milk Yep. Yep. Danny DeVito is Perry White. (laughs) I'm just saying, there's still time for it. That'd be pretty pretty good. (laughs) Yeah,
1: that'd be pretty good.
0: hey again you know you could get uh what is it all all those other guys there to work at the paper too they could totally work at uh the planet
1: (laughs) mac does have big ron uh uh steve lombard uh energy
0: (laughs) you beat me to it there exactly he's got big steve lombard energy there you go james Gunn. we've casted most of your movie for you (laughs) metropolis is now just philadelphia (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i think this is great casting i really did not expect us to get this casting so soon i thought we would have to wait much longer
1: i i thought it was coming pretty quickly because there was like reports that like auditions were happening and i figured they'd want to get it out quickly before someone spoils it or something right yeah. Now,
0: again, the, the fact that it is out so quickly and you know the fact that I think it's been mostly really positively uh, accepted and taken by the fan base, tinfoil hat theory time, do you think the reason they rushed this out was to maybe, as you said, beat the leakers and the scoopers at their own game? but also to distract from uh what is it the flash movie continuing to have disastrous box office i think it's official it's officially now the lowest grossing movie they've ever done
1: i yeah it's pretty bad it's it's pretty bad
0: (laughs) which is the saddest thing when you stop and think about it black adam did better than flashpoint (laughs) but Uh, only
1: just but only just
0: only just uh harley quinn and the birds of prey did better than it <laughs> think about that did better than a flashpoint movie with michael keaton and about a billion uh different friggin uh, cameo appearances
1: yeah yeah
0: <clears throat> fitting honestly given the whole you know history of the movie i can't think of anything more fitting to see it roundly rejected by the public at large
1: yeah it's great it's great to see that
0: And, like, you know, I I would like to say that this was all because, you know, of Ezra Miller being a dangerous criminal going on a well-documented crime spree, but I only think that's one of the million cuts that affected The Flash. I Mm -hmm. think there's, like, a hundred different things as to why that movie failed. The fact that the two movies before it were kind of failures that didn't get people excited. The fact that they already announced what the next universe and the next set of movies was going to be the things you actually needed to watch and get excited for. Mm -hmm.
1: The fact that they just filled it with member berry cameos or cameos containing people who uh have been long dead and are brought back by yeah. like the horrors of cgi and deep fakes and and people who probably if they were still alive today wouldn't want that
0: probably that sure didn't happen the fact that you know i think we can officially say now the dc universe as you knew it was a failed experiment and mm-hmm. this is the last dying gasp <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, although maybe Aquaman 2 will be the last dying gasp. I keep oh, everyone's, that compl- that's, that's yeah, everyone's
1: completely forgot about that. That film is just going to just bomb.
0: It's, it's so weird, right? Because, like, Jason Momoa seems to be liked by everyone and seems to have kept quiet and minded his P's and Q's and everything, and yet they're saying nothing about his movie.
1: Yeah, yeah, and
0: it, and it doesn't come
1: out for another couple of months, and, yeah, it's meant to be the last film, and, yeah, it's... Like, no one cares. And it, which is insane to think that it's taken so long to get this out when the first one made a billion dollars. A lot of money. So you'd think they'd, they'd be like, okay, we got to get this next one out really quickly. Because that, that and when was did well that one, received. When did that one come out? 2017, 2018?
0: Something like that. And like the first yeah. Aquaman movie, like you said, made a lot of money and was fairly well received. It was 2018.
1: 2018, yeah.
0: So it's so weird that they just like kind of hope you forget about it.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: How about that?
1: She's a shame because that that first one it's it's pretty good. It has a good cast. I I really yeah. liked uh uh Black Manta in it.
0: Yeah, it's it's plenty fun. It's plenty fun. It has its problems, but you know what? They got people to give a shit about Aquaman for a minute.
2: Mm.
0: Mm. <clears throat> so all the credit in the world for that. As the chat is saying, I'm worried about Blue Beetle. Yeah, me too. I hope the poor Blue Beetle movie doesn't suffer because of everything else. I hope it's just different enough that people you know will treat it as a new thing and not as you know something connected to the last thing yeah i I think it'll be pretty good i hope so too because you know it looks like a fun movie and honestly i just like more blue beetle and stuff yeah (laughs) but yeah so there's your news with that everyone i think matt and i can say we're very much in favor of the new superman and lois casting and i hope you know they continue to make cool casting choices like this
1: yeah i'm intrigued to see who else they cast because they apparently like some authority members are going to be in the film mm. so like obviously we're going to cast that and and as well like i think what people don't realize is that these these cast members they're not just playing them in the movies remember what Gunn said they're going to be in animation video games
0: yeah
1: audio books you know Assumedly. everything everything but, but-
0: Uh, bubble gum uh vcr tapes you know
1: informational uh help videos yep oh yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah, you gotta get the health videos in there uh, uh ch- choose your own uh, adventure flash games they're gonna bring that back just for this
1: <laughs> yeah they're gonna resurrect flash yeah <laughs>
0: just for this no not the superhero flash we mean flash the computer thing <laughs> did, did you see i'm sure you saw two people being like no why why did they cast this new actor he looks just like henry cavill no they they look like superman
1: yeah yeah that's that that's the thing they, they look like the character they're portraying
0: portraying it just just big i am a young person and henry cavill is the only superman i have ever known energy yep is what i'm getting from this where it's like you know you know other actors played him before right
2: yeah yeah
0: and more actors will play him after this assumedly Mm
2: -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: i i never understood and i know we've talked about this before the weird cultish devotion people had to henry cavill and Man I, of Steel. Uh,
1: yeah i don't get the people that say oh he was the greatest superman he was the greatest clark Kent." like shoot, people watch these films
0: yeah exactly i you know i think it is i think it's just a lot of what could have been that people are hung up on yeah. that you know he He could have been a great Superman if only the movies he were in were better and the material he was given was better. I think it's this real, like, what could have been that people are obsessed with. And I'm like, it's not good to get hung up on could have beens, guys.
1: It's it's that could have been and also the whole, oh, you should have just let Snyder, like, do that, Mm. do those four other films and then it would have been okay. Then it would have been okay. After those, you know, together completed six films or something, like then it would have been okay. I'm like, that's not how that sort of stuff works
0: i mean christ people are less obsessed with fucking Jedrowski's dune for crying out loud <laughs> you know at least when people get obsessed with that it's like yeah all right you know i can see how you can get a whole documentary out of this out of what could have been mm-hmm, mm-hmm. now uh moving on to the world of the comics uh white widow yelena is actually getting a brand new solo series in november by sarah gallery cool Feels like this should have happened way sooner, right? Did yeah. she get a did she get a mini when uh friggin' the Black Widow movie came out, or did Black Widow just get another series? I think Black Widow just got one. I guess they're priming the pump now for Thunderbolts. They're already expecting, you know, Yelena to be a big breakout star. And she was super goddamn enjoyable in uh what is it, in that Black Widow thing. Mm. And then again in uh Hawkeye. Yeah, she was great. She was great, and I think, you know, uh, we could all use a little bit more Yelena in our lives. Absolutely. So check that one out if you're interested. Uh, More new Marvel comic news coming down the pipeline. Strange Academy is getting three brand new one-shots featuring Miles Morales and other characters. Cool. I thought Strange Academy had finished. It was, but apparently it's coming back for three (laughs) issues. So they they canceled it prematurely, and then they're like, psych, nope, bringing it back. (laughs) Which is really weird and really interesting to me, but I know some people who were huge fans of it and huge fans of Doctor Strange. So, you know, more power to you guys actually getting something good. Yeah. Also, the proliferation of Miles Morales and everything now. Where it's like, oh, hey, you know what, what? What Spider-Man should we send to the Strange Academy? Should it be Peter? Nah, let's do Miles.
1: Yeah, let's do Miles
0: hey, this big carnage event that's going on right now, should we uh, have Peter be involved? Nah, send Miles.
1: Yeah. Oh, Ultimate Invasion has started. Should we have a Spider-Man involved? Yeah, let's have Miles.
0: Let's have Miles. I mean, that kind of makes sense because he's from there, but still, I like, like, they're not even inviting Peter to events now. His book is so bad. It's like, uh, let's just have Miles.
1: They're writing Peter in events just to take away his spider powers.
0: (laughs) You know, Miles, he's young and hip and fun and not, you know, a dickhead. (laughs)
2: Yeah.
0: We'll we'll talk about Spider-Man from this week, because I actually did read that this week. (laughs) Uh, What else do we got going on here? Ooh, uh, this is definitely big news for you and I, Matt, because I know we're both really enjoying uh, the Iron Man book currently from Jerry Duggan. Well, they announced the next big thing that's going to be coming to the series. Emma Frost and Tony Stark are getting married. They're getting hitched.
1: It it kind of felt like it was heading that way, because uh, Jerry's been building out their relationship quite well. Mm
0: Yep, very much so. Yeah. It might be a marriage of convenience, but it's a marriage of convenience that they're going to need if they're going to fight Faylong Long and Orchis and all the other shit that's happening. hmm hmm And I think that's pretty cool, because who doesn't love a comic book-style wedding, and Emma Frost and Tony are two of the most, like, over-the-top, opulent people. Yeah, very all chaotic energy
1: from both of them.
0: <laughs> yeah, in comics, not just fiction, so you know their wedding is going to slap <laughs> <laughs> They are going to have, like, dozens of chocolate fountains and ice sculptures and rare exotic birds that, you know, Ford's genetically engineered in his lab. Yep, yep. Instead of butlers, they're going to have different Iron Man armors hanging out hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> it's going to be a hell of a thing, right? Even if it is a sham marriage, it's going to be the greatest sham marriage that's ever it is. been. It is. And I can't wait for. Do you think they're going to announce it at the Hellfire Gala? Because it seems like a lot of roads are leading to the Hellfire Gala right now. I,
1: I I think I think they they will. And I I also just find it really hilarious that there's like this big wedding happening uh, while like the, the like the Krakoa era X Men is like crumbling. Coming around to an them. end. Yeah, it's just so funny. It's just this it's this whole where everything is fine. Don't don't pay attention mm-hmm. to the fire in the back. You know everything yep. is fine.
0: <laughs> put a put a happy face on it. <laughs> Which again makes sense, you know. That's very, you know, and Nero fiddled as Rome burned. Mm-hmm. This is Nero fiddling. Tony yep. and Emma getting married. Yeah. Uh, friggin' marriage of convenience. Yeah. As the chat is saying, what is Scott gonna have to say about this when he hears? <laughs> is is you know maybe he'll be really down for it because you know the X Men have been super sexually open recently. Scott's gonna be like, well, hey, if he gets to join the poly queue, then. Mm-hmm. Then I get to bring someone else in, too. Them's the rules. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we can resurrect whoever we want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, live it, living or dead. Man, that's got to be crazy for mutants where it's like, you know, well, well who's your whole pass? Who's your one person, you know, living or dead? Well, thanks to resurrection technology, we can bring back the dead.
1: We can bring back anyone, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Human or mutant now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Madame Curie, because she split the atom and died of radium poisoning. Well, I brought her back now. <laughs> That'd be weird because Madame Curie was also married as well. She's like, Did you bring my husband back? No? Oh. <laughs> that's unfortunate. But you're the children of the atom you say hot. Because, <laughs> you know, that's that's why the Curies did it. That's why they split the atom because you know they wanted to have sex with mutants. <laughs> I forget what history textbook I read that in. Don't bother looking into it. I'm sure I'm right.
1: It's 100% right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I said it with with enough conviction into a microphone, so you know I must be right. (laughs) Never fact check anything on the internet. (laughs) But yeah, that's going to be a great issue. I can't wait for that. That seems super exciting.
1: Yeah, it seems like it's going to be a lot of fun.
0: Again, all the more reason to read the Iron Man book if you're not. Mm Mm-hmm uh now oh man in some sad news we gotta you know talk about some sad stuff right here but uh that bad bunny spider-man movie that was supposed to be coming out from sony well i think it's been scrapped oh it's just a shame i know now now the world will never get to hear the <laughs> wisdom of el muerte you know when we needed it now more than ever and and this was the one
1: they were they were actually gonna like do well though they yeah this was the one yeah yeah <laughs>
0: This was the one it was going to turn things around for Sony. It was going to change everything, man. <laughs> but, you know, they just they just couldn't do it. You know, m- much like Jodorowsky's Dune, uh, the, the vision that Bad Bunny had was, you know, far too much, far too extreme, far too jarring. Uh, he wanted a six hour epic. You know, he compared it to a modern day gone with the wind, but with <laughs> Mexican wrestlers. <laughs> there would need to be double intermissions. You know, he would only film the movie, uh, not on actual film, but on fruit by the foot. <laughs> that was a solid demand that he made. And, you know, they just, they just couldn't accommodate that. Yeah. It was
1: a four by three. Yeah. Black <laughs> aspect and white ratio.
0: Yeah. Keeps changing. The aspect ratio would keep changing too. He said, you know, you got to keep yeah. audience. He took inspiration engaged.
1: from Michael Bay and just like every, every, every cut was a, every cut was a different aspect ratio.
0: You know, he he said, got to keep people guessing, got to keep them on their feet. (laughs) No, but really, though, I do wonder why this movie fell apart, because Sony seems to be so in love with bad ideas. Did it fall apart because someone had like a moment of clarity? They looked up from their coke pile for two seconds and was like, oh, this is a terrible idea to make a movie about a character that's only been in two issues that like no one knows just because, you know, a popular rapper wants to do it or – did Bad Bunny turn around and say, actually, you guys seem to make bad decisions. I don't want to do this with you anymore. Also, I can't play a wrestler in a movie because I'm too busy actually wrestling in the WWE now on top of being an actor.
1: <laughs> I think it was a combination of all of that. Plus, I like to think that it was they they, they realized after being duped into re-releasing Morbius in cinemas, <laughs> they're like, wait a minute. People aren't actually seeing these films. They're just making (laughs) fun of us.
0: (laughs) Yeah, hey, wait a minute. They're laughing at us, not with us. Oh, no. (laughs) Well, just for that, no Bad Bunny and no El Muerte for you. (laughs) But seriously, though, he is wrestling in the WWE right now, and I hate how good he is. They brought him and Logan Paul in around the same time, and I hate how good Logan Paul actually is as a wrestler, too.
1: Was this because of this movie? was this like uh, them maybe. sort of like trying to like cement that Oh know he's an actual wrestler
0: i mean it did kind of seem like it happened around the same time so i'm gonna say yeah maybe they mm-hmm. had like a big super show in puerto rico that was like his idea because wrestling big the big companies would basically never go to puerto rico because bruiser brody very famously got stabbed to death in a puerto rican shower
2: mm-hmm. okay. and so
0: they're yeah, no, really, and, like, the big shows are like, never again, because we all loved Bruiser Brody, and he got stabbed by a, what is it, a guy in a Mexican, or in a, what is it, a Puerto Rican shower, so they never went back there. <laughs> but Bad Buddy apparently was just, you know, so charming and so, you know, convincing, he got them to have the biggest Puerto Rican wrestling show of all time.
1: Oh, God.
0: <laughs> and they and they brought Carlito out of retirement, too. For those who don't know, Carlito Colon who is actually uh like the son of the guy who owned the promotion that bruiser brody got stabbed to death in his thing is that he'd take a bite of an apple and then he'd spit the apple in your face (laughs) yeah this dude was a big star that was his thing he had a merch shirt that was just an apple with a bite taken out of it oh god (laughs) now i'd love to make fun of some bad bunny songs but truth is i don't think i've ever heard a single bad bunny song in my life
1: i don't think i have either
0: I I don't listen to a lot of new music, everyone, because I'm not in the car, so I don't have the radio on. Mm -hmm. The only time I really hear new music is when it's in movies and TV shows. (laughs) And yes, as the chat is saying, too, also, R.I.P. draws as we're talking about wrestlers who also passed away. (laughs) Uh, Now, what else have we got going on now? Now that we all have to, you know, live with the sadness that, you know, there will be no El Muerte in our lives. (laughs) Mm-hmm. You know there will be no elmware taste sweep oh i don't know maybe the next thing sony is doing craven we got the craven trailer a couple weeks ago
1: yeah and i've already forgotten everything about it. oh wait no he yeah that's right he get he becomes craven because you no know, aids lion blood or something i don't know
0: yeah right you know well because you see craven with the radioactive lion blood radioactive lion blood that's how the song went <laughs> <laughs> craven Man, Craven Man, Lion Blood, Lion Blood. Yep, this is a movie. <laughs> the thi- the thing that blew me away about that Craven trailer is more than Venom and more than Morbius, I'm like, oh, this looks like a real movie. You guys actually really tried in this one to make A real movie, not just like you know some sort of slapdash. We we gotta get in here while we can. Thing you actually tried in this one, and it still looks like shit, and it still looks like a movie from 2005. And oh my god, this is you when you're trying.
1: Yeah, yeah. If you were to just show someone this trailer without like the title cards or anything, and everyone think, oh, this looks like a really cool action film. Like what what is it? Oh, it's meant to be craven the Hunter, the Spider Man villain. It's like oh he doesn't look like craven
0: also why is russell crowe doing a russian accent but craven is yeah yeah that doesn't make any sense does it it's, it's funny too because it's like, okay, clearly this movie actually like read one or two Craven comics because it's like, oh, they remember that his mother is crazy. You know, they have that, you know, famous panel with the spiders coming down and everything. And they remember, oh, yeah, he has a brother because his brother is actually chameleon. They remember all of this. And yet the movie also still looks like nothing.
1: Yeah. I, I tell you what would make it like genuinely like a good film if it's revealed that like the aaron taylor johnson craven is like the clone um, and, and and russell crowe is the real craven
0: that would be hilarious well i mean their last name is craven off so you know <laughs> yeah maybe yeah, he is
1: yeah. yeah i don't think they'll do the clone thing it's it's too too hard for people to understand
0: <laughs> no and it's too modern and everything too
1: yeah yeah
0: again they're actually trying and the fact that they actually tried with this one makes it look more embarrassing it does it does it really does Aaron Taylor bites a man.
1: Yeah, well, what's going to be the tie? Because, like Morbius, we had the uh, the, the the vulture appear, off, oh yeah, off screen yeah. Uh, to talk with Michael Morbius because they were mm-hmm. in this. They weren't even in the same scene together. you yeah, know, of course They were. What's going to be the 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 thing here?
0: Mm, Good question. I mean, they already spoiled that the Rhino is gonna be the villain in this and I love that's their big Trailer sting like oh, yeah, yeah, this is gonna get asses in seats the Rhino Everyone's favorite
1: and again, they've done the Rhino twice now and both times have been shit this time He's like some guy you can like transform into a literal Rhino
0: Yes Yeah, just
1: do a guy in a fucking suit.
0: Just is that so hard? We've seen so many great versions of the rhino in other stuff mm. in the cartoons in the video games there's so many different ways you can take him
1: yeah just do that but yeah and then and, and you mentioned they had that like uh the scene from the comics with the spiders coming down that's yeah. gonna be the thing is oh i hate spiders now and then they'll yeah sh- show an off-screen spider-man and be like i hate him because <laughs> he's a
0: spider i hate spiders man are you getting it <laughs> are you getting it enough <laughs> i i hate spiders because they have venom <laughs> venom yeah i'm gonna
1: go commit some carnage yeah uh,
0: there you go and he just looks directly into the camera yep also as a lot of people were quick to tell me the scene where like craven's abusive father which is also a creation of this forces him to like shoot a line and everything everyone is like this is just that scene with catman from secret six and i'm like oh my god it is, it is. these guys Holy shit. these guys These guys knew so little about comic books and are so freaking cliche and trite, they ended up stealing from a completely different hero without even knowing it. (laughs) it's fucking wild. If I was Gail Simone, I'd be like, give me money. (laughs) Also, he gets, yeah, he gets the powers from the lion, everyone, because we're not, also, Calypso is in the movie, too, but we're not doing the whole magic potion thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah what is magic too silly alien goo suits and science vampires are fine but friggin magic is you know a a friggin ledge too far for you guys just do the fucking magic potion
1: you have to wonder as well like like these type of changes like they because they're they're so like divorced from what Mm -hmm. it actually is it makes me wonder like do they do they have the rights to these characters but not like pieces of their origins (laughs)
0: no i think they do i just think they're incredibly lazy <laughs>
1: yeah, that, that's true that's true because yeah. again
0: everything about the movie looks like something from 2005 like if this like if this came out right after the alec uh what is it the ben affleck daredevil movie i'd be like yeah this is totally from the same time yeah it's it,
1: like the action and all that has those same sort of like 2005 2006 beats Mm -hmm. yeah the
0: big the big difference is this one is r-rated because clearly they wanted morbius and the two venoms to be r-rated but they changed at the last second and cut out a ton to make it you know uh actually releasable in that format it's funny that this is the one that they decided no to keep the integrity of craven craven really needs to be (laughs) r-rated
1: yeah craven not carnage the guy who's Literally like, you know, Ted Bundy with an alien on him, Mm -hmm. you know, not him or anything. No, No, Craven, Craven's the one.
0: Craven needs to be the one. Which my thi- my thinking is, and I said this before, and everyone write this down. When the movie inevitably bombs, they're going to say, "Oh, it's because it was R rated." That's the thing. I think they're already future proofing this as a mm-hmm. failure to be like, "Oh, you know, it was R rated. Kids couldn't see it. Children couldn't see their favorite hero, Craven." <laughs> if
1: we couldn't see Craven, Craven fulfill his his one. The, the one thing everyone remembers him for which is dressing up as symbiote spider-man and killing yeah. himself
0: and shooting himself in the head every every <laughs> child's favorite there there will be no christmas this year for the children because they will not have craven and again too if you're making a comic book movie and kids can't see it even though kids are like the lifeblood of the entire comic industry as much as people would like to deny it what are you even doing uh, sony doesn't know that sony doesn't no. know what they're doing no, that's always been their problem. Where it's like, who the fuck is the audience for this?
1: <laughs> no one.
0: And it's weird too, because you look over at Spider-Verse, it's like, well, the audience for this is obviously everyone. People who love good stories, people who love Spider-Man, people who love animation, people who love great soundtracks, people who are interested, you know, in the meta multiverse thing. That's a movie for everyone that everyone can enjoy on multiple levels. And then you make Craven and it's like, so this is meant to be enjoyed by nobody. <laughs> Maybe completionist nerds and people who are just like, oh, I guess I'll go to the theater and see this. <laughs> and again, yeah, you...
1: I'm bored on a Sunday afternoon. Uh, at the shops. Oh, Craven is in the cinemas now.
0: <laughs> yeah, time to get my crave on. That's a that's gonna be the new thing that all those shitty TikTokers who are clearly bought and sold by yeah. the by Sony and by all those companies. You're gonna see freaking Straw Hat Goofy and uh, who's that other guy we hate? Uh...
1: Oh, fucking. Uh soups yeah yeah
0: soups they're gonna be like yeah he, fa- I was he so fucking ex-
2: shielded
1: for for uh for morbius so he's absolutely he shilling for this film <laughs>
0: They all did, and Sony—they can't even do their shill bit right. They paid for all these people, flew them out to friggin' LA, kissed their ass all day, got them to film hype packages for Morbius, then put it out the week after the movie came out when it already bombed and the bad reviews were already in. No, no, no—you do it the other way around, <laughs> so you can't even shill right. <laughs> and then all those people had to fucking defend themselves from week, you know, for like weeks when their fans are like, "You fucking sellout! You fucking hack!" <laughs> Yeah. I believed in you.
1: Imagine selling out for Mobius.
0: <laughs> I know, right? Like seriously, they they better have <laughs> given them, you know, the you know Hollywood's golden blowjob machine. They better have given them something really fucking good. <laughs> no, the 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 answer is they. The studios never give you anything good when you sell out. They fly you out on their dime, put you up in a hotel on their dime, kiss your ass, buy you dinner, promise to invite you to the next thing. And then, you know, no money actually changes hands. And it's all fucking, you know, a drop in a bucket to them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, that's just the money they had in their freaking suit pants. And there you go. You <laughs> sold your soul for that.
2: <laughs>
0: so don't sell your soul for Craven. Don't have the Craven for Craven this year. <laughs> Seriously, Sony, hire me. You wouldn't even have to pay me that much. I'll write all of this. Get your Crave on this year. It's the number one movie about a man with lion powers it's gonna be great seriously how do they keep getting actors for this shit too do they did they not understand like what the good superhero movies are versus the bad ones you would think fucking aaron taylor would know i think
1: it's a combination of both (laughs) that and that they have like contracts with the studios or so they have to do like x and x number of films probably Uh, and yeah and it's like okay we'll put you in in craven you know yeah that that'll count as like one of your one of your films you'll pay a couple mil you know
0: yeah this this also proves to you that this is like the worst time ever to be in a bad superhero movie because the Mm. audience's are getting smarter and they're getting more discerning. Guardians made money and Spider-Verse made money because they were good and people knew they were going to be good and believed in them. Meanwhile, The Flash, something that actually has, you know, like name cachet, was supposedly part of a universe, failed spectacularly because people could smell the fucking turkey they were baking from a mile away, much like they did with Black Adam and much like they did uh, with friggin Shazam, people are getting smarter now. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Absolutely, yeah.
0: Yeah, you, now is the worst time to try and put in one of these movies because people can actually tell the difference now. Mm-hmm a hell of a time and uh, hey speaking of which this stuff tells very nicely into our next story which i'm sure has nothing to do with anything else we've talked about but warner brothers discovery is negotiating a 500 million dollar deal to sell film tv music and publishing assets to other companies yeah i'm sure it has nothing to do with their big summer blockbuster that they spent more money on than they care to tell us about crash and burn after having to pay off the main star's accusers yeah yeah i'm sure it has nothing to do with that no,
1: nothing at all no no nothing Completely at all separate events yeah
0: you know i'm sure they didn't have to grab david zaslov and stop him from burning like the film archive for the insurance money <laughs>
1: well he tried As to he... do that with tcm and, and then uh yeah. scorsese and spielberg and a bunch of other people uh came around to uh zaslov's house with the the, the fucking baseball bats and the yeah, <laughs> and the concrete shoes, and told him to stop.
0: <laughs> Zaslav is literally that guy in like Austin Powers. I want to nuke the moon. Why would you miss it? Would anyone miss it? Would you miss it if I nuked the moon? <laughs> <laughs> He's that guy who is just so in over his head. Doesn't give a fuck, as I have said. Doesn't care about art or artistry or no. filmmaking. He probably only cared about owning CNN, and I feel I can pat myself on the back about that one when he literally let fucking the twice-impeached president do a goddamn town haul on fucking CNN, that that's the only reason he wanted it. Yep. And, you know, everything else in the studio can kick fucking rocks, and indeed they are kicking rocks to the tune of $500 million. What does that mean? Uh, We've kind of already seen it because here on Canadian uh, Netflix – I don't know about Australian Netflix, Matt, but we got – uh the first like several seasons of batman the animated series justice league and the harley quinn cartoon which Mm. i never thought i would see on netflix because i assumed that they would all be held hostage on the former hbo max app now just max app so clearly internationally they're already starting to sell off rights to other stuff
1: yeah yeah it was it was it was going to happen regardless i think Uh, i think something like this was going to happen it's just happening now instead of you know in five or six years
0: again no telling what else they could potentially sell off to other studios uh god hopes they don't remember that they make comic books and that's the thing that they could sell off (laughs) because Zaslav would totally sell it off for a fucking song i
1: have to imagine there's like different like contracts and like stipulations and how those sorts of things work and all
0: that yeah you would certainly hope but again it's like you have a fucking streaming service and you're selling this shit off that was once exclusive to other people i don't know who does it worse you were paramount who like cancels and removes half of all the new stuff they made yeah. i wonder
1: if as well it has something to do with like okay we we sell off like these shows that means we're off the hook for paying residuals and everything mm-hmm. now the residuals move on to uh, now Netflix someone else has to pay them so we can get rid of like that we don't have to deal with that anymore
0: Interesting. I didn't think about yeah. that. I don't, I
1: don't know how like that sort of stuff works, but that's that sounds like it, it would be a thing.
0: Yeah, because this guy is a penny pincher, mm-hmm. is a corner cutter, and that definitely seems like something you would do. Like if you would kill an entire Batgirl movie, just <clears throat> what is it? Could take the money back in tax write-offs?
1: Just insane. Because you'd think they would have done the opposite whereas like okay we'll have this smaller film out we'll take like a little bit of a hit but not too much and we'll axe the flash or like we'll just dump the flash somewhere where we'll we'll make a bit of money back on it
0: yeah you you Um, have you have the app right i I think someone smarter than me like actually crunched the numbers on the flash and said that if they just took the tax write-off in the same way that they did for batgirl they would actually have made more money than they would have made releasing it mm mm-hmm which how fucked is that? Yeah, yeah. That you could have made more money just not releasing the movie. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Hollywood is a terrible place. <laughs> yeah, it need, it needs to be gutted. Yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah, let's let's get rid of it. <laughs> well, we'll we'll make a list of who can stay and who got to go. <laughs> Uh, but, yes, the, the reign of Zaslav continues, everyone. You know, I hate being right about things, but I think we were totally right in our early knee-jerk reactions to this guy. Yep. <laughs> now, moving on from there, uh, some other news that we knew had to be coming eventually. Obviously, we are in the throes of the writer strike right now. Uh, not only that, but apparently even uh, – uh, even SAG, the Screen Actors Guild, might be joining them soon, mm-hmm. if, they, yeah. if they haven't already by the time this goes out.
1: Which is big, which is uh, – like if that happens, everything shuts down.
0: All of Hollywood is shut down. All movies, yeah. TV shows, everything is absolutely shut down. And it feels like they're going to go this way because of the treatment of people like Zaslav. Yeah. And they
1: should. They absolutely should. They should.
0: Absolutely. We, we support strikes and striking here on this show. But uh, I, we said before, you know, how is this going to affect the stuff we watch and the stuff we uh, enjoy and the stuff we have to talk about for work? And I said, well, wait and see. And apparently the first thing to really be affected is actually the boys season four, which will now officially be delayed due to the writer strike. Even though they've already started their release campaign for season four, they already started dropping, uh, what is it, some little uh, Internet nuggets there for it.
1: They have, yeah. So I have to imagine it's I have to imagine it was meant to come in like August, <laughs> September, and it's probably yeah, gonna cause... be pushed to Christmas, maybe, maybe beyond yeah, that.
0: Cause the other ones had uh summer releases too, didn't they? I believe so, yeah. I'm pretty sure they had uh what is it, summer releases, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's a shame, but we knew it was coming, and yeah, you know what, I'm fine with waiting because you know those writers do a great job and i'm hoping you know they get their uh issues addressed
1: yeah and uh the last time we had a writer straight like you could tell
2: yeah
0: some of these yes
1: you know what the fuck thing is the uh the the new deadpool film uh is completely filmed during this writer's strike and they they i think they just finished or they're they're about to finish yes so so this is the second time deadpool has has been uh in production during a writer's strike the first Rider's was uh, uh x-men origins wolverine and remember yep. how that went <laughs>
0: We do, and again, the fact that like uh, was I don't know if it was the producer or someone was like, "Yep, we did it all during the writer's strike. We're really proud to have been completing this movie without those goddamn pesky writers <laughs> hanging around." To which every writer was like, "Oh yeah, this is gonna be great with no touch-ups and no rewrites and no second passes and everything." Oh yeah, this is gonna be great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Especially for a comedy movie where you're going to want second passes and you're going to want multiple takes on jokes and everything yeah
1: also this uh kind of uh goes kind of mask off on uh ryan reynolds who who appears to be <sighs> uh, like you know the friend to, to to like everyone in the production yeah you know? if he's if he's still filming during a writer strike is he really a, a friend to the writer is he really
0: yeah that's always been the thing about Ryan Reynolds, where it's like, yeah, he seems like a nice dude, and it seems like only nice things happen to him. But yeah, you hear stories like this, and it's like, man, you know, if you refuse to go, you could have, you know, struck a major blow yeah. for the writers, and it would have been a big deal. And it's not like people aren't doing that. Goddamn, Drew Carey of all people, he worked yeah. out a deal with uh with five guys there that if you are striking and you show your <clears throat> what is it, your Screen Actors Guild card there sorry your writer's guild card he will buy you lunch he has been buying striking writers lunch since all of this began because mm-hmm. drew carey legitimately a great guy by all accounts
1: yeah i think he did that as well during the original writer's strike
0: yes yeah. what a what what a good dude you know so what maybe good. he did he he did deserve that uh, bob barker spot
2: yeah <laughs>
0: good good on him yeah i always heard stories about him being like a good dude like when he was doing the drew carey show he would take the entire cast and crew from like the other actors on the show to like the lowliest little production assistant and he would like rent out disneyland for them for the day Mm -hmm. when they wrapped filming
1: yeah between like him and like conan o'brien yeah uh, they're they're like the two that are that that are really good to their writers because they know what it's like they've both been writers i think they were both Mm -hmm i i I know conan was at least a writer on the simpsons so like he's familiar with that writer's room sort of stuff yeah
0: even uh, even guys like john mulaney who had his big new comedy special come out right as the writer's strike was beginning he -hmm. made a really interesting choice where he's like look i will do the night circuit i will do the talk shows to promote the special in keeping with my contract but i will be doing no extra stuff like he was like he was booked for like a bunch of a Like kind of like town halls and shit, but basically he says, you know, I'm a writer first and a comedian second, and I'm not going to be doing any extra writing on top of this. I am sticking with the writers, and I am going to be, you know, keeping the strike in my own way. I'm like, that's cool, man, because this was a really important moment in your career when you came back and you had to promote this, and I'm glad that you're putting the writers ahead of yourself, even.
1: That's good. He's in the new season of The Bear, and he's fantastic. Is he
0: really? Oh, that's right, because he's from Chicago.
1: Yeah, he's in one episode and it's the
0: best episode ever is it the christmas episode yes <laughs> i hear i hear everyone talking about the i have like i said i am so behind on all tv i haven't gotten to watch so much but i heard that that christmas episode is probably going to win like all the emmys this yeah, year yeah i think it will <laughs> oh, everyone's everyone's freaking loved it uh Berthold's back in it isn't he
1: berthal's in it jamie lee curtis is in it bob oh, erdenkirk shit. is in it gillian oh, oh, jacobs is in it oh holy Sarah shit Paulson go- is in it
0: Oh, clearly they were all fans of that first season. They're like, hey, put me in this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, good. Good on them. Yeah, I'll definitely have to check that out. Like I said, I need a day. I think near the end of the month, my birthday's on the 16th and I'm going away like the 22nd, 23rd. I'm hoping I mm-hmm. can have a day just held up in a hotel where I can catch up on all this great TV that I've missed.
1: Yeah, the bear is absolutely worth
0: it. Mm-hmm. I love the first season.
1: Yeah, you'll you'll watch all the episodes at once yeah, in nice. one sitting. Yeah.
0: They, they are short. They're only like uh, 30 minutes, right?
1: They are, but that Christmas one's an hour long.
0: Ah, because it's a special. Yeah. But hey, speaking of TV that I have actually been watching, uh, let's talk about Secret Invasion. I watched the first two episodes of that. Yeah, let's talk about it. Secret Invasion. So here, the big, long-awaited... Uh, follow up to the scroll storylines that they've been weaving all throughout the mcu it's the big boots on the ground return for samuel l jackson and Mm -hmm. he's old and he's beardy and they don't know if he can do it anymore matt yeah yeah, he's grizzled he's over the hill (laughs) Mm -hmm. again like all classic spy stories you know when they have to come back for one last job
1: yeah yeah
0: and uh man so right off the bat this one really tries to let you know that hey we are going for a different feel and tone from any of the other marvel stuff this is this is one of the serious ones
1: yeah and uh that's 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 one of the reasons why i quite enjoy the show that it's it's doing that and i don't think and i think that's also the reason why a lot of people don't like it because there's yes. it doesn't have the, the superheroes in it and where's the iron man's and the spider man's it's just it's mm. as you said boots on the ground people
0: it is an agents of shield show essentially <laughs> and i i can already tell that this is a show where people's takes are going to annoy the fuck out of me yeah. when I hear it because yeah. they're either, like you said, they're either going to completely dismiss it out of hand because there's no superheroes in it. I've or... already
1: I've already seen that. So people me just too. completely dismiss it because of that.
0: But equally as annoying, maybe even a little more people are going to oversell the importance of this one by being like, yeah, this is the MCU as it should be. No color, no jokes. Yeah, yeah. Which, don't get me wrong, I, I do love the kind of, like, sorkin thing they're doing about it where, you know, like, characters in suits walk down a hall and they're like, oh, you know, important sociopolitical commentary, also green-skinned aliens, ah, yes, also iron-suited superheroes, and they just say it all interchangeably, I'm like, yeah, this is the kind of shit I like, actually.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty cool, it's pretty cool.
0: Sam Jackson is really good in it and getting a chance to act his fucking ass off. There's a bit in mm. season two there where him and Talos have kind of a falling out there yeah, and the he train, talks about it. Yeah, him, yeah and he talks about his life and his upbringing and like Talos and the Skrulls are obviously pissed at Nick Fury and Captain Marvel because it's like, yo, it's been 30 years since that movie and you told us you would give us a new home and everything and now our culture is, you know, fractured and, you know, a bunch of them are doing like false flag terrorism and Fury who is just old and so haggard and so eager he's like look man did you really think humanity was going to accept you most humans don't even accept other fucking humans
1: yeah yeah we don't have room on this planet for another species
0: yeah again we've been killing each other since we were able to stand upright and hold fucking weapons yeah yeah and uh gravic really interesting take on a villain there because Mm -hmm. fury literally knew him since he was a kid he lost his parents and everything and you can very much see why he's doing the shit he's doing
1: yeah he's very very uh uh sympathetic you can you can uh really understand why he wants to do what he wants to do you know he just wants uh, a place to call his own just uh, a place for his people to call their home as well
0: and even his nihilism, you have to be like, okay, he's got a point where it's like, look, you know, we deserve to conquer Earth and make this our new home, because if we don't act now, the humans are going to kill it in, like, the next 20 years, and we'll just have to go somewhere else. I'm like, fuck.
1: <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, we'll just have, like, another version of the kree Scroll War.
0: Yeah, he's like, this is basically a mercy killing at this point. Yeah. And I'm like, that sucks that he's right. (laughs) I agree with his weird nihilism where it's like we'd be lucky to be conquered by a group of aliens.
1: (laughs) We'd welcome it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's like, oh, thank God the aliens are here. It's about time. (laughs) And then half of humanity would be like, those aliens aren't real. Those are deep fakes. That's not happening. I heard about it on Joe Rogan.
1: <laughs> and we and they kind of like like broach that in the second episode with, uh Christopher McDonald uh who's like the 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 sort Bill, of O'Reilly. Like Bill O'Reilly Alex Jones talking about how it's all it's all fake it's it, it's all fake stuff it's all yeah. Russia, Russia and everything
0: which, which is hilarious, too, because that's totally feeding into shit that, like, conspiracy theorists believe where it's like, yeah, and the Bill O'Reilly's and the head of NATO and the prime minister of France all hang out together in the same room because they're all green-skinned aliens. <laughs> also, too, man, this show is pretty fucking ballsy, too, to be like, oh, what's the main conflict here? Oh, Nick Fury is trying to stop a false flag operation that's going to lead to World War Three in a war between Russia and the United States. I'm like, Fuck. <laughs> that's that's pretty rough when that's like like very like too real man too real
1: yeah yeah really
0: <clears throat> like shit there was like a fucking coup in russia just a couple days ago yeah yeah that lasted for 24 hours but still what a what a fun 24 hours that was yeah yeah the, the marketing
1: for this show is insane yeah
0: yeah really man they're really marketing the hell out of secret invasion they hired those mercenaries did, to... did, did,
1: did you see the actual marketing for this show and how like on actual news programs they had like a guy in a scroll costume like walk around in the background or like he was like the camera operator and stuff like that and yeah it it was pretty cool it was pretty cool
0: i didn't see that that's actually pretty cool also hey big spoiler for the first episode but they fucking kill maria hill
1: yeah and, and it looks like it's one of those those like they actually did kill her
0: yeah, this looks for real like m- my theory going in is like, oh, are they going to kill Samuel at the end of this? Is his, is he finally done mm-hmm. with this now? Does he want to take a break? But the fact that they killed Maria in episode 1 is like, oh no, they had to kill someone to show that this was one of the serious ones and that's what they did. And admittedly, Maria Hill never did a ton in the Marvel universe as compared to her comic counterpart, but she was always around and I always yeah. liked her.
1: Yeah, yeah, she she was good. Yeah, and I'm I'm intrigued to see if they actually stick around with her her death or whether it's going to be a scroll fake out that seems a yeah, bit too yeah, yeah, yeah. obvious
0: it's true again I, I i keep waiting for that every time now it's very invasion of the body snatchers nope scroll nope scroll
1: yeah that i don't think they'll kill nick fury off it either because i think he's in he's in
0: uh marvels oh yeah that's right he is yeah. but, is but that again that, after... that
1: uh that could always just be talos because there is a precedent for talos uh uh impersonating him
0: Yes, I guess that's one of the big sweeping retcons they've had in this now. It's like, how how was Nick Fury so good at everything he did for so long? And the answer is he had a small army of shapeshifting aliens helping him out.
1: Yeah, instead of LMDs, he had uh, Skrulls.
0: He had Skrulls, yeah, which is kind of fun. Yeah. And also, too, you know, it means we get more Talos, and obviously he's conflicted now because his wife died in between movies and shows, and he's estranged from his daughter, who is on the bad guy team right now, but we don't know if she's really with them or not. (laughs) Yeah,
1: she's, like, kind of working against Gravit because she doesn't really uh, like what he's doing. And, yeah, in that second episode, she finds out that he's... uh looking at making super scrolls uh mm-hmm, yep. super scrolls uh using uh like Groot, color obsidian frost beast dna which is pretty cool
0: yeah holy holy fucking references batman <laughs> yeah yeah and that, that's
1: gonna make like an interesting
0: uh very super scroll probably because they want to save the fantastic four powered one for fantastic four if they ever do that mm-hmm mm. But yeah, that's pretty interesting. Also, Samuel L. Jackson, as Nick Fury is maybe married to a Skrull, or a Skrull maybe replaced his wife when he wasn't looking. Mm, I,
1: I think he might be married to one because they set that up at the start of episode. Two, he's where he's known them, yeah. Where he's known them for a while and maybe, yeah, maybe he just got romantically involved in one.
0: Yeah. I mean, makes sense. Again, it's very interesting because we've never seen Fury's house before until right now. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. You know, definitely feeling a little close to him. Uh, Rhodes has some great stuff too. Uh, what is it? Don Cheadle getting to act his ass off. And I'm like, man, when's Armor Wars coming? Because <laughs> <laughs> he's got a new job now and it's putting a lot of pressure on him. And of course, you have the moment that every spy movie needs. You know, Nick Fury has been disavowed by the American government. Now he'll have to go it on his own.
1: Yeah, that, that, that scene with him and uh, Fury in, in, in that restaurant well, was really pretty cool. I, they that, were both that, that's like like classic like spy stuff
0: very much though so. it's funny I, I watched the show with someone and they're like oh no nick fury got disavowed what's he gonna do now and i'm like he's been disavowed like a hundred times in the comics
1: <laughs> it, it's that classic sort of like mission impossible sort of thing yeah like every every movie every tv ah. series they get disavowed and they have to yeah go and clear their name
0: <laughs> has, has to fight its way back yeah <laughs> yeah i'm digging it it's different uh obviously the other big controversy about it is that the opening credits was made with uh ai art assets
1: yeah and it looks like
0: shit it looks pretty like shit like Like, i get
1: what i get what they're going for yeah
0: it's it's the unreality it's something alien pretending to be human and it's like yeah if you wanted to do that and make it good you should have paid an artist for it Yeah,
1: should have just paid i and the worst thing is the director coming out to defend that and being like no one's jobs were taken i'm like yeah actually they you did
0: Yeah, I've been just like, you win this fight by not getting involved. And also to to do it at the height of a strike when, you know, AI yeah, yeah. art and AI taking people's jobs is one of like the hot button issues at the moment.
1: How did they not like they had weeks before this premiered? So like, how did they not see that and be like, OK, we need to like
0: we got to change, this. just
1: change it. Even if it was just like a very simple
0: uh, yeah. like
1: like opening, i will be like, OK, we are yeah, we need to change this. This is not a good look. How did they not see that?
0: Yeah, even if you just cut it completely and it's just, like, secret invasion, ba-dum.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Just law and order, that shit. Yeah. Would have been really easy. And again, you look back, remember the uh, ending credits from She-Hulk, how good those were? Because yeah. it was, like, an actual, like, crime scene artist doing, like, courtroom pictures and yeah. shit.
1: Or, or Jessica Jones. Or Jessica
0: Jones. So, yeah. like, we know you can do it, and we know you can do it good, you just chose not to this time.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: It's it, a little it screams
1: like someone was in charge and found out about ai and was like that's eh. pretty cool and like didn't know anything about like the connotations or anything about mm-hmm. it so so just like decided to use it just because
0: yeah it reeks of like you know visual design is my passion yeah look, look what i did look what i did in fucking art gpt in one night mm-hmm. isn't it cool mm-hmm. not really no no not really. Here's here's hoping that's all we see. But I mean, yeah, Secret Invasion, pretty cool, pretty different. Apparently it actually had like the second lowest premiere though, which is interesting.
1: Yeah. I again it's because like oh there's no superheroes in this. Where where where's my, my cameos? All Maybe that sort of stuff
0: yeah maybe there's not like oh you're gonna see daredevil in this one or oh this is gonna set up the next movie this is just like no it's just kind of its own standalone thing yeah
1: which is which is hilarious because that's what people have been screaming for so long as they stop connecting everything everything doesn't Mm -hmm. have to mean something make their own stories and they do
0: and they don't come out to see it Yep, that's that's always been my thing. When people complain about the MCU and be like, they they need to be more serious, they need to be more self contained. People are getting sick of you know shared multiverses. I'm like, no, no, because then when they do that, you complain. Mm-hmm. Again, they they literally they, they keep giving you what they think you want. Well, what the, what they know you actually want. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a famous story there about uh it about coffee companies trying to you know make a better cup of coffee by understanding what people wanted and they put like a whole test group in a room and they asked them like oh what kind of coffee do you prefer and they all had basically the same response of like oh I love a rich dark roast you know that you can truly taste cuz I you know I'm a what is it? I'm a friggin', uh you know, I'm a, I, I'm a savant, you know, I care very much about my coffee and only rich, dark roast will do for me. And then they put a bunch of different coffee on the table when they were doing this survey and all of them, when no one, when they thought no one was looking and no one was watching, they all got the weakest, milkiest, you know, sweetest coffee they yeah. could to drink. So it's like, ah, so what people say they want and what people actually come for to completely different things. Yeah, yeah. And that's just a total human nature thing. It is, yes. Uh, Michael Reed saying, Miss Marvel was, you know, supposedly the lowest, though I don't think it's because it didn't have superheroes. No, we could argue that, yep. Michael, because they opened that with a Star Wars, too. Yes. Yes, they did. Yes. And also, I'm not going to point the figure, finger at Muslim phobia or anything, but also, you know, a story with a young Muslim woman, I have to think that that had to have some effect on it. Now, obviously, Miss Marvel found an audience later. Mm-hmm. I think more people ended up watching it after the fact. I think that is that, you know, the audience who would really be into Miss Marvel is an audience who's been burned so many times by Hollywood who are like, oh, we're telling your story. You know, we're, you know, doing it in a sensitive and thoughtful way. And then they watch it and they're like, oh, you didn't actually hire anyone who would know what they were talking about for this. You totally lied through your teeth to me. I think for people like that, they have to wait and see. Another good example of that is our flags mean death. They never yes. sold it as like, oh, it's the queer love story of our age. People had to find that out later, and this is one of those weird situations where I had seen it before my gay friends, and it's like, no, no, it's really good, actually.
1: It was and the same with She-Hulk as well.
0: Yep. Yeah. Where, yeah, where the audience who would really be into it was probably afraid to pick it up because they had been burnt so often by companies saying like, oh, this is for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm as the chat is saying too hey what are the odds that agent Colson might pop up at some point wouldn't that be fun i think that ship has sailed though
1: i think it has they did name drop him in the opening of episode they two, did. but it was just a name drop so i don't think
0: he will turn up yeah it would be fun though it because would they be, also yeah they also made a point of saying yes agents of shield is still technically canon
1: yeah all well, parts of it at least you know yeah, up to a certain certain season maybe
0: <laughs> yeah because like it can't all be canon <laughs> yeah yeah like like legitimately like we we liked agents of shield and even we're like this this cannot all be canon Yeah,
1: especially the later seasons
0: <laughs> yeah where it got fucking wild yeah yeah <laughs> all right everyone i guess with that we can hop into the comics we read this week admittedly matt and i didn't get a chance to read many but we did uh read a couple of the same so we should have some good conversation we should yeah yeah we want to start with uh action comics from this week
1: yes let's it's the uh the ending of the metallo uh superman team-up story
0: yes yes it didn't start as a metallo superman team-up but it sure ended as one
1: yeah and uh it's 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 just great isn't it it's
2: great
0: i like I really enjoyed it, but I also couldn't help but in the back of my head feel like, oh, oh, there was supposed to be another issue here. Oh, you had to rush this because of night terrors night to the terrors, very end.
1: It, admittedly, they do finish the arc, though, and they, they, they leave it in a place where like, hey we can come back and check in on on, on mm-hmm. John and Tracy. But but yeah, I, I it I said in my review, at least they got to finish that. And it's not like a Green Lantern situation, the situation. where it's like middle of an arc and they have to like cut it short because of night terrors.
0: Well, it's funny, you know, you described to me that night terrors feeling, and then I was reading this, and I'm like, ah, night terrors, Matt's right. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Because, like, they're having this great big fight with Cyborg Superman, and it's really cool and everything. And then it's like, wait, so what was Cyborg Superman's plan? I'm going to kill these children, and then I'm maybe going to kill A-Town. I don't know. I haven't really thought of it out yet. I'm like, oh, yeah, your plan was a little ill-defined. And then when Metallo wins, it's a beautiful moment when he wins, but it's also like, oh, you beat him pretty damn easily, Metallo.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah, well, I, uh, Johnston was betting on that, that whole sort of thing that he was developing with, uh, metallo which is like you know as as a child he you know got hold of mm-hmm. a gun he was in an abusive uh family and everything yep. and which is know, great using a gun made him feel like he had some worth and it turned him into a tool and everything and mm-hmm. that's what uh, cyborg superman used him as but forgot that he was the gun he was a deadly yeah. weapon and it's... and that's what his own hubris came back and bit him in the ass it
0: indeed thematically it works and also that wasn't even the real cyborg superman no. his mind was piloting it but the real Henshaw's still in the phantom zone and they even mentioned that they're like is he dead did we beat him it's like yeah yeah no <laughs> yeah he's still
1: in the phantom zone he will come back a little later
0: because doesn't he always yeah <laughs> Because he's always coming back at some point. But yeah, it's cool. I like that Metallo and his sister are now basically wards of the super family living at Steelworks.
1: Mm. Yeah, it's it's great. I, I like how uh, how both Johnson and Williamson in both their Superman books are approaching these villains and that they're they're having Superman actively try and help them.
0: The theme of redemption is very strong mm-hmm. across all the Superman books right now, and I like the idea that the Superman family is only getting bigger because, like, Supercorp and Mercy Graves and even Lex Luthor, after a fact, are technically kind of junior members of the Superman yeah. family now. Yeah, they're all in
1: the, uh, they're all involved somehow.
0: <sighs> even Banshee, I guess, because she's dating Superman's best pal Jimmy Olsen, so I guess <laughs> she counts, too. Yep, yep. <laughs> i do like that it's all kind of coming together we i guess the other only big thing about this book is that we meet the the true leader of blue earth this you know human supremacist group who hates a town and hates all the war world aliens and everything mm-hmm. and uh they're led by a young goth woman how about that
1: yeah who i i i guarantee you i i guarantee you is involved with uh uh war world in that in that she is uh Either from Warworld, like like trying to turn mm. Earth against the Warworld people, so they return to Warworld and return to Interesting. their roots. or she's part of this that whole uh, Fire of olgrim storyline, which still needs to be picked oh, up yeah. because the Fire of olgrim is
0: right. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, this whole yeah. ancient god power. And, thing. Yeah, maybe she's got she like wants-
1: tattoos, like like that look like That's those type right. of symbols
0: on her arms. Yeah. You see, I just thought that she was a pretty goth woman, so I'm like, well, you know, maybe Blue Earth has a point. You know, maybe we should listen to them just a little bit. Yeah,
1: just think, okay, everyone, calm down. Listen, listen to her. What has just, she got just, to say?
0: Just listen to her a little bit. You know, about those dirty war world aliens. You know, maybe there's something here. Oh, I would be so easy <laughs> to radicalize and convert. <laughs> But yeah, and then it's just like, and then the story's over, and then it's like, oh, hey, you know, come back for night terrors. But yeah, I, I like your theory a lot that she's probably connected to Warworld and the Fire of Ulgrim. Because yeah, that story was really important, then took a back seat.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to be bringing that back somewhere.
0: Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, what is it? Uh to, to a great series, too, from this writer. I know it was from last week, but hey, uh, what is it? The same guy's Hulk also kicked ass, too. It did again bring back the green door and everything bring back some really creepy monsters who walk around in people skin yeah
1: didn't it have like that like what he did with Warworld, uh that like great like deep lore to it mm-hmm. where it's like all oh those, yeah. there's some like really cool interesting stuff here with like weird cosmic monsters and the mother and, of horrors yeah yeah it's great isn't it
0: and also, it's just so simple, to where it's like, yeah, you know, all the monsters of the Marvel Universe actually do hang out in a community, even if you didn't notice it. And now the Mother of Horrors has called them to war against the Hulk. I mean, we're probably going to get to see Hulk versus the Moloids and Hulk versus fucking Man-Thing. Yeah,
1: fighting Wendigo and
0: all that sort of stuff. Sold, sold, a hundred times sold. <laughs> I'm all about it. Uh, but yeah, Hulk was good. Uh, Action Comics was good. I'll be happy when we're back to our reg- regularly scheduled programming. Uh, Night Terrors might be good, but oh boy, are they off to a bad start with Night Terrors being like, hey, we're ending all these stories you liked.
1: Not only that, but like this week's books had, had a checklist in the back of like what's coming out and like starting next week, there's like seven Night Terrors book a week. Uh, shit
0: i didn't even read the free comic book day issue
1: <clears throat> <laughs> i did and it's like yeah this is cool but like you need to tell me a bit more about like what the fuck's happening
0: yeah we'll we'll talk about that at the end of the show when we talk about what's coming out this week
1: yeah i'm probably i'm i've been thinking about it i'm probably just gonna i'm gonna cover all the books but i'm gonna do it all in one video i'm not doing mm-hmm. like seven or eight mini videos
0: (laughs) yeah i'm gonna do what i always do i'm going to cover the books that i was already reading Mm -hmm. i'm probably not going to pick up anything extra
1: Mm -hmm. yeah i'll I'll definitely it'll it will be a case-by-case basis for me i'm like is this pertinent to to the story if not it's getting ejected
0: Cause also I think we're both pretty burned from Lazarus Planet 2, which wasn't that long ago. It wasn't really that good either. No, it was a lot of fucking nothing, and it's like, yeah. oh boy, you know, I I can't take another one of these. This is that this is Williamson, right? This is Williamson's yeah. baby. It, it
1: is, which admittedly, like he's been pretty good so far, and he's been building up all these different plots. So uh, I guess we we'll just like wait and see, but yeah.
0: I'd say he has a hit and miss when it comes to uh, events. Dark Crisis was pretty fun, but Mm -hmm. Shadow War was dumb as shit.
1: Yeah, it didn't need to exist at all.
0: Yeah, and I mean, even Dark Crisis by the end, I was a little like, can we get to the fucking point here now? (laughs) I know where you're going with it, can we just fucking get here? (laughs) And hey, from talking mad shit about Joshua Williamson to saying good shit about Joshua Williamson, Green Arrow number three was out this week. Did you check it out?
1: I did, and I much preferred
0: it than issue two. Likewise, issue two is I'm like, oh boy, you hit the wall kind of fucking yeah. hard here, yeah. didn't you? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. There's no story in this issue.
0: <laughs> I'm like, you, you, I know you got six more issues attached to this, but oh boy, that's you had to it, bring it, everything it, to a halt. It, 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 you
1: remember, it got put up to twelve, so like, it's like, oh, you're really stretching out that story. <laughs>
0: for as long as it'll take you but yeah this this one was cool we see that oliver and leanne aren't just trapped in space they're actually trapped in the future in space
1: yeah and they end up going and uh, teaming with the legion of superheroes which is really cool because it's bringing back the bendis legion and and Mm -hmm. tying like a lot of things to his legion
0: books boy are they ever also ollie knows them knows them very well (laughs) because he's also been to the future and hung out with the legion before yes yes i love that callback where it's like ah williamson did his homework this is also the big reunion that's taken them like three four years to finally build up to it ollie and his son connor finally getting back together
1: finally yeah he's been hanging out with the legion he's been there for because of time displaced stuff he's been there for a couple of months so he's technically a legion member he's got his legion ring and everything
0: hey which he can finally fly now so he puts the hawk and hawk (laughs) can i say all their future costumes look great because they give them like They're new future cool. clothes to wear they all yeah. look really good i hope they keep those costumes
1: they do they look really
0: good yeah connor's got like a poncho and he's grown his hair out and everything and ollie has got like this big v thing in the shoulder pads that just looks like his old cartoon suit
1: yeah leanne's got like these like goggles with like kind of like cat ears on them because
0: she's because she's chaos cat yeah. that was the name she had in catwoman yeah so you just, put it which, all is, which is
1: really funny she's called Chaos Cat because there's also a uh uh a character called Chaos Kitten.
0: Yes, I know, right? Yeah,
1: it's just really funny.
0: Wonder if that's a reference or not. But yeah, so that's good shit. Uh they remember that peacemaker can actually be a fun character and he doesn't have yeah. to just be a leg breaker.
1: Peacemaker in this was just John Cena. We're going to have a shooting oh. competition to see who's better. Yeah, hey, bro, tell you what, bows versus bullets, who's going to win? <laughs> it was great. It was great.
0: <laughs> it is great. I'm like, yeah, they are fun characters. They should be able to have more fun. And also, again, further strengthens my theory that Peace Wrecker is just Emil Hardcourt.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I, I didn't think about that. Yeah.
0: Because <laughs> she just treats him exactly like Hardcourt would. What's like, you fucking idiot. You really do. I'm not explaining this to Waller.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: You got to do this one. Uh, They find out from Count Vertigo that uh, Waller is collecting again. I'm imagining this probably ties into the story that Joshua Williamson was trying to tell at the end of Dark Crisis, that she wants to, like, arrest all the heroes on Earth because she's working for the light, whoever they might be. Yep,
1: he he continued that in his... uh i think it was the new comic book day special where it did where where uh she ended up getting the the helmet of hate off of that's right you told me um. and yeah yeah and and peacemaker and peace wrecker and uh gunsmith was sent after that gunsmith was fucking murdered and everything
0: yeah goddamn i gotta read those free comic book (laughs) day issues apparently they sound important But, yeah, that's clearly what that is. We learn why Ollie blew up the machine that he blew up uh, in the first issue, and that's because Old Man Ollie, who looks like 100% the Dark Knight, returns Ollie.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, he's bald is- with a big beard. <laughs> yep, and then the fucked up eye. He says that in the future, the Arrow family does something. They're responsible for some sort of terrible calamity. <laughs>
1: the great the great disaster that's like an actual thing in dc comics that's what like gave birth to like commandi and the oh, original omak and everything and all and uh bendis's uh legion spun
0: out of it look at, look at the big brain on you joshua williamson tying it all together yeah
1: yeah so he, he him and the family are, are somehow responsible for the great disaster that like yes ends Earth. <laughs>
0: Yes, and that also apparently that might have been the reason that Ollie was on the island for all those years, because you know forces were trying to stop that from happening, and mm-hmm. the only way, you know, to keep the great disaster from coming is if the Arrow family is never together for very long, because they have devices in their heads that teleport them through time and space.
1: I thought that was cool as the nice little like progression of uh, the suicide squad bomb in
0: their, the heads, yeah very in fact at leanne you know she suffered the effects of this more than anyone we get a very sad flashback that shows you know when she was supposed to die she didn't she just disappeared and she's actively tried to reunite with her father and you know ollie numerous times over the years but she always gets teleported away i mean shit we even see arsenal with like his fake arm and shit during the Mm -hmm. fall of arsenal which leads up a lot of people to believe like wait but if he had a fake arm what does he have a real arm now (laughs) and the answer is don't think about it well he
1: got reborn you know he was a black it was a black lantern and then then he got reborn on earth uh in in again joshua williamson's infinite frontier secret files
0: the the, the answer is it's like several freaking retcons and universe restarts ago maybe yeah. hey maybe it just doesn't put you through time and space maybe it also puts you through retcons too mm. But yeah, so that's the thing. And Leanne is like, well, we got to fight for this. You know, we are finally a family again. You can't just give up now, Ollie. And she's like, man, you know, you're a lot like your father in that regard. All right, let's do it. And then fucking Parallax attacks.
1: <laughs> yeah, just Parallax just shows up, hinting at that maybe he and Oliver at some point in the future team up.
0: Yes, or made a deal. The implication yeah. I got was like, oh, was Parallax the one who sent him back in time? Because he's the only <laughs> one who would have had the power to do that.
1: Yeah, yeah
0: which is crazy and also hey good job bringing back the green lantern stuff because we saw the man hunters in issue one and in issue two that cat crime boss assumed he was a green lantern so hey yes. they're doing it yep i like it i like it a lot it's pretty cool also sad future for hal that fucking parallax takes back control over him <laughs> at some point in the far future
1: i mean could it be the far future or could it just be like the 90s one
0: maybe i don't know yeah. i guess we'll have to find out yeah 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 green arrow continues to be a lot of fun and yeah this third issue was much better than the one that preceded it. i hope we can keep this momentum going forward yeah i hope so as well yeah no doubt uh now i had two last ones what about you matt uh yeah what did you have uh i had amazing spider man 28 <laughs> it's not that bad again much like the issue that preceded it it's just normal and bland now not like the worst thing ever <laughs> Uh, We see uh, Dr. Octopus uh, trying to get back his tentacles that have grown a mind of their own now and ran away from him, And he's created a new set of tentacles called the Octoids, which are like little, little gel robots that work independently of him. And then when he needs them to, he can call them back and then they all form together Lego style and become the tentacles. Nice. Yeah, it's actually a really cool image.
1: That's really cool. Yeah.
0: It's a cool image. Uh, Jay Jonah, we discover, has actually been, like, taking care of the other rogue tentacles for, like, months now. And he kind of loves them and is treating them as a pet.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So he desperately wants Norman to use his big science brain to fix the tentacles. And Norman's like, no, fuck you. Those tentacles have tried to kill me numerous times over the years. And Peter's like, well, you know, everyone gave you a second chance, Norman. So, like, maybe you should give the tentacles a second chance, too. And he's like, ah, oh, fuck, I guess so. <laughs> God damn it, stop using my redemption against me. <laughs> but of course, the second he tries to get into the tentacles, they put a Trojan virus into the computer system, and Awk up attacking Oscorp because he wants to kill both Spider Man and also Norman for some reason. I don't quite understand that. <laughs> he, he also calls Norman Goblin King which is what Norman was going by back when Octopus was the superior Spider-Man, and I wonder if that's supposed to be a direct reference, like some of his old memories are coming back now.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Because the implication was is that the Tentacles wanted to protect Spider-Man and Peter Parker, and Octopus didn't know why that was. You know, they're hooked into my brain. They're supposed to hate him as much as I do, unless maybe they're calling on an old memory that you lost and or buried. hmm so I think all of this is literally just to set the stage for Superior Spider-Man in November.
1: Yeah, yeah. So they're they they, they, they they're quickly getting out of all of that other stuff with, like, Kamala and everything. Yeah. Straight into into this.
0: Yeah, which, again, I'm just like, yeah, editorial is writing this book now when, like, the book can have no identity and only lives to service other books.
1: When does that, uh, that Kamala special come out, that death? Oh, yeah. Friend of a funeral or whatever the fuck they're yeah. calling it. Yeah. I
0: I love we still call it funeral for a friend all this time later. Yeah. I, I, that,
1: I, I guarantee you they wanted to do that and someone had to remind them like no Superman did that thirty years yeah. ago. <laughs> oh,
0: uh, fallen friend, the death of Miss Marvel. That comes out. uh Fallen friend, death of Miss Marvel. Oh, we'll actually see the return of G Willow Wilson and, and Ahmed and Mark Wade, apparently they're going to be writing stories
1: just about miss marvel they're not actually i guarantee you they won't be actually be writing about the death of her oh probably it'll be like little backup stories
0: that's that's funny they got mark wade back because people forget he was the original champions writer when that started yes he was they should have gotten uh jim zub back because jim zub's run was better (laughs) i'm gonna say that right now and i'm not just saying that because he's a friend of the show legitimately i thought his run while shorter was better it was pretty good oh god damn it uh i can't see the actual date here for z- 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 oh uh 712 so actually soon like in a couple weeks okay
1: why did they not release it the week of
0: or they the week really after she
1: died sh- the, 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 they left it what a month and a half
0: yeah give or take yeah wow, well, that's uh Jesus. Um, again they don't really know what the fuck they're doing they didn't plan for it maybe they wanted people to cool off maybe they knew how pissed people would be and if it came out right after people would be like no we are not buying this in protest
1: no people would buy it in protest they'd buy it to like it's like i'm gonna buy it just to hate read it
0: well judging by the numbers on my channel matt yes you're correct
1: yeah yeah
0: that people do seem to hate buy things and people hate watch my spider-man videos so you know yeah yeah it is what it is but yeah that's spider-man it's just kind of paint by numbers now but that's actually a welcome relief considering how bad it's been
1: how bad it's been yeah
0: i'll I'll take a kind of forgettable occasionally interesting spider-man book once again you you notice i didn't mention fucking peter barely once in this amazing spider-man story because it's all not in it yeah yeah because it's all about ock and peter and and (laughs) norman and jonah and like all these other characters and like oh yeah i guess spider-man's here too
1: yeah yeah in this book called spider-man do you think they're doing that on purpose to like make it so that like when so people will basically be saying bring back doc ock spider-man you know i don't know man yeah getting they're kind of like push pushing peter away so so they can big up doc doc ock for his return
0: i would like to think they aren't that stupid that they would do that
1: (laughs) but but this is spider-man editorial we we're talking about
0: <laughs> who continue to prove me wrong what a fucked up world is it going to be when if we have this book the miles book and the superior book and superior and miles are better
1: yeah yeah and and, and like the dan slot spider-man book as well
0: <laughs> what a fucked up world that's going to be apparently he's doing a lot with spider boy at the moment slot
1: yeah he's, he's
0: he's big new
1: thing yeah <laughs>
0: Are we gonna see spider boy in superior are we gonna get (laughs) superior spider boy (laughs) probably so yeah that was spider-man it wasn't the worst yeah right yeah which is the nicest thing i can say about it now it feels kind of like it did when it started where it's like all right seb wells has got some weird ideas but you know it's not the worst (laughs) uh now what did you have matt
1: uh well it came out last week but uh we didn't talk about ultimate
0: invasion oh shit no i guess we didn't yeah i guess we should talk about it a little bit it's kind of a big fucking deal <laughs> it is a big fucking deal yeah <laughs> it's a big fucking deal uh yeah the maker escapes from prison in a very fun little breakout where and all the people who were breaking him out actually had no idea what the hell they were doing
1: yeah and uh, and in turn get turned into uh, a horrible homunculus that then turns into like a copy of the maker so that no one knows he broke out of prison
0: though they find out anyway fairly yeah. quickly yeah yeah I,
1: but but that's the thing he knew that was going to happen as well
0: that's right because he's kind of baiting mr fantastic and the marvel illuminati which is a big dick move to just call out not even the avengers i am calling out the illuminati who actually run yeah. this universe
1: yeah the the actual people in charge
0: <laughs> yeah because i fear no man i'm the maker i'm kind of fucking crazy like that yeah yeah <laughs> Which is admittedly pretty metal. Uh, I actually had an interesting theory because some people are like, but I thought he went back to the Ultimate Universe in the Venom book. You know, why why is he here now? Apparently, Al Ewing implied that there are actually multiple makers running around and it's not just one. But I actually have a fan theory that I'm clinging very tight to. And that is, if you recall, at the end of the Venom book, he did go back to the uh, Ultimate Universe only to see it completely destroyed. Mm Mm-hmm. My theory is he came back. That's what inspired him to do what he's doing now. Where it's like, yeah, I went back to our universe. It's fucking mm. destroyed.
1: I, I like that. I always like took that, like him seeing that universe as like, oh, he didn't actually go back. This is like a vision he right. was given. He he, he like saw like, like the ultimate universe in fire. And that's why he's like, ah, oh, I need to come back
0: and like save it. Mm hmm so yeah maker goes out of his way to steal like some of the most important stuff from all across the marvel universe a crocoan gate atlantean artifacts uh old stark tech and everything mm-hmm. so he can basically build a portal jumping device to another universe and of course he can do it incredibly easily because he's yeah. the goddamn maker
1: yeah and uh, th- that part as well was like hickman like flexing like oh yeah li- like because it's like oh he stole all this like adamantium and he uh no vibranium and he was able to do that because black panther is not the king of wakanda or black panther anymore of wakanda
0: what? well you say that but they also made a big point of saying that this story takes place two months ago and i'm like ah that's your magic out for anything that doesn't yeah. quite line up because also miles is in his old house in this mm-hmm. one not mm-hmm. his new one
2: mm-hmm.
0: so yeah hickman was sure to be mm-hmm. like oh, covering my ass though so no one can complain
1: <laughs> my favorite was the the uh uh the uh the uh Fantastic Four gate in uh in Iron Man's uh Rhode Island uh <laughs> warehouse, which is where he's storing all the weapons he stole off the black market from the Cantwell run in of mm. Iron Man. And I thought that was that was a nice little tease.
0: Yeah, Hickman pays attention. <laughs> yeah,
1: and he's stealing Krakoa and Gates somehow from rakoa Maybe that's also tied with how Krakoa is kind of falling apart now.
0: Maybe. Yeah. But, of course, the, the big moment, the marquee moment, is when the maker goes and checks in on Miles, where it's like, yeah, we are spiritual brothers, you and I. We are the last ones of our universe, even though that's technically not true, because, like, Jimmy Hudson and, like, a couple other Bendis characters that he brought. Hell, technically Miles' parents and Uncle Aaron yes. before he died again. Yep. But, but like, really what he's saying, though, is we are the last two who actually remember, is what yeah. he's saying. Yes, you know, you have an itch on the back of your head that you can't quite scratch. You know, this world has never quite felt right to you. And so I want to give you the option. Would you like to come back with me? And Miles is like, dude, what the fuck? Only for Maker to actually make a pretty solid point where he's like, well, if the tables were turned, I would hope you would ask me.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I I, I, I was kind of hoping that Miles would side with him. Like, this would be the thing that Miles would be like, oh, I can go back. Like, this, this would be the thing that would make me go back to my universe and where I'm actually from. I'll side with him but I like that Miles didn't
0: in fact hey here's a great thing too miles doesn't go back because he's like nah i got a good thing going on this earth now i have friends and family and a little sister now i have become part of this world so much to the point my text boxes are traditional 616 text boxes (laughs) but the makers (laughs) aren't yeah (laughs) and never have been it's still written in ultimate Fonts. he's the only one who is still written in ultimate fonts again it's (laughs) that that
1: hickman like
0: like, attention detail. to detail yes oh, so good and also too technically hickman is the reason that miles jumped because of secret wars and everything miles was actually mm-hmm. a major fixture in that story mm-hmm. and then it's molecule man who helped him survive in the first place so this is also hickman yeah. kind of tagging something he wrote
1: yeah molecule man let him survive because he just he was just a good guy
0: in fact, uh, they kind of make mention to like another force and another player out there and I'm like, "Oh, are they talking about Molecule Man?"
1: Ooh, maybe.
0: Maybe. Cuz cuz yeah, Maker talks about like another player out there, another person with the power, you know, someone. He, he basically refers to him as a writer because, you know, obviously in Hickman fashion, we have little chapter headings and everything, and it's all references to famous artists. I think it's 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 Michelangelo, you know, "Good artists create great artists steal or something like that.
2: Mm-hmm, Mhm.
0: And I think that's what the Maker is doing here. Where it's like, look, I couldn't get back to my Ultimate Universe, but I can create and steal a better Ultimate Universe, one more to my liking. Yes,
1: yes. I I also have to wonder if maybe this was also uh, Hickman himself writing himself as the Maker, because especially when when he was talking with those those guys that break him out. Uh, mm. Like, it felt like he was talking about, like, the X-Men writers a little bit. Yeah. Talking well, about man. how they came in and, like, because cause one of the guys uh, is, like, a late addition to the group. He had to change because one of them got, like, killed in a car Sick, accident. Yeah. <laughs> and, and um, yeah. And, so, yeah, so it felt like him talking about, like, how he, he planned for the eventuality of something changing and mm. so, something uh, going awry and the, and the plan not making any sense. He planned for that because he's the maker, uh, uh, and it helped as well that the guy he was talking to kind of also looked like brian michael bendis a little bit uh,
0: how about that yeah it, mo- i was gonna say yeah the maker in this really does sound like a tortured put upon artist where it's like why why don't you all think like i do why don't you all perceive the world and think about every angle and eventuality like i do why do you spin on my i will do it myself i will make my own world yes yeah yeah <laughs> And it will be unsullied and besmirched by you fucking plebeians. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Because
0: again, hey, he he takes that spider from a Peter Parker who is not quite Peter Parker going to a very familiar science conference with Liz Allen, actually, which is interesting. Mm. I guess that's this world where it's different. Liz Allen is actually his friend in this. And he grabs the spider and he's like, you know, the power and the responsibility. It's a good thing I was here. (laughs) Yeah,
1: what was the world called? Because it was it wasn't 1610 it was like 6 6160 6160 yeah so it was it was like is he trying to get to the ultimate universe but it's giving him like permutations of the mm. ultimate universe or is he like going around is he like making like his own ultimate universe where there's no heroes I think.
0: yeah I think that's the thing. He's like, look, I couldn't get back to my world, so I'm going to create an ultimate universe in my image, one more to my liking.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna make no heroes or heroes who are like under my control. I'll have my own Illuminati or something.
0: Yeah. I'll yeah. have my own thing, which yeah, which also begs the question, hey, what are you gonna do with the Fantastic Four in that universe? Because assumedly there's another Reed Richards there.
1: Yeah, well they had that they had that amazing Uh, conversation like reed and maker where maker asks he he reveals he did all of this to simply ask reed like if the table you could undo me if you could undo me would you and reed while he pauses does say like he would and maker maker decides to take that into consideration for what's coming next
0: (laughs) that that was such a telltale the maker will remember that yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah. that was the wrong choice reed
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Again, you gotta hand all the credit in the world to the artist on that, one, who's like just a little smile, and then he just disappears. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, very interesting kickoff to this. Uh, we'll be excited to see where this goes. And also for people who were like maybe intimidated and even i thought like look how much about the actual old ultimate universe am i going to have to remember going into this how much of a sequel is this the answer is not much of a sequel at all if you've read hickman's other stuff if you read secret wars then you can probably read this really yeah. confidently
1: i ab- absolutely and it makes me think that those new ultimate books that got announced but we don't know what are yet uh, yes. are going to be completely different they're not going to be a continuation Same. of like iron man or captain america or fantastic four it's going to be something different
0: this is going to be the maker's ultimate universe version of them and honestly probably a good idea probably yeah when we stop and think about uh speaking of x-men and we were i had uh, x-men before the fall heralds of apocalypse this week which i still haven't read like the last three x-men books but i read Mm -hmm. this one because it was on my pile and it looked fucking interesting
1: i've been doing a big catch-up on x-men specifically just like the main x-men book uh but this one is actually i'm planning on reading this after the show
0: Okay, I'll be pretty brief on this one then. So, yeah, we check in with Apocalypse, which in and of itself is pretty impressive because Hickman took him off the table at the end of X of Swords, and Mm -hmm. then no writer actually brought him back again. They actually honored his ending. Yeah. Well, this is what happens after the ending, and his wife, Genesis, remember her? Mm Mm-hmm. She's like, hey husband, I reforged our swords and everything. Uh I've I've defeated the demons of this realm. I have, you know, subjugated the summoners as I said I would. Uh time to go to Earth and fuck them up now. I open the portal, open it up, let's let's go wage more war because I'm a fucking warmonger and I'm maybe still hearing the voice of Annihilation in my head telling me to do things. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm not wearing the mask anymore, I've kind of got it on a stick. And Apocalypse is like, no, I'm actually like very much – I meant what I said. You know, I am a man of peace now. I'm basically Obi-Wan Kenobi. If you want to come through here, you got to fight me so it's apocalypse and his wife having a big old sword fight while we also get a flashback to how uh o- 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 oraco o- o- what's their one there from the one with the o Orcus No 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 not 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 a Ara- there's Krakoa, oh um, there's Araco yeah, and then the uh, third one
1: oh I can't remember Okara. Y- yeah something like that yeah
0: so we see how that place originally fell to Amneth and how all of this happened and like how originally it was a mutant paradise where, you know, Apocalypse, you know, met his wife mm. after traveling from Egypt and they raised their kids and everything. And how they grew up and how the war changed them and stuff. And, you know, his relationship with him. And very, very interesting. Definitely continuing the characterization that Hickman started with Apocalypse, making him more of a character. Oh, that's good to hear. Yes. yeah, Yeah, they don't just make him a bad guy again out of the blue. That would be bad. Yeah, that's good to hear. We we also learn his true name because remember he made a big deal where it's like you know mm. oh apocalypse isn't my name in insabineur isn't my name it's and then he says it in the mutant tongue so you can't hear what it is yep he basically says you know uh, apocalypse is it was a corruption of the name I liked the most my real name is revelation because I am the revelator yeah and that's what I want to be now I don't want to be the apocalypse I want to be the revelation that's cool yeah i like how they keep changing you know an apocalypse married genesis but genesis became annihilation when she took up the mask and now apocalypse is not apocalypse anymore he is the revelation oh that's cool it's very cool it's good stuff that's very it also, hickman-esque it is and now it puts another ticking clock there where it's like hey so you know mutant society's kind of falling apart right now at the seams yep and now hey remember that thing you kicked down the road about oracle and all these other mutants and everything yeah <laughs> well they're coming back now <laughs> that's a whole thing Uh oh yeah oh indeed <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so that was x-men this week and i gotta catch up on more stuff but i'm glad i got a chance to read this because it was pretty dope it's pretty dope yeah, yeah it's pretty dope pretty pretty good shit uh did you have one last one there matt or uh yeah we the, all caught up the
1: last one i had was uh world's finest issue 16. Ah, yes. Uh,
0: Wade's still going strong with this one? Uh,
1: yeah, this is the penultimate issue of his uh, Ultramorpho uh, mm. storyline. Uh, last issue, we discovered that Amazo is actually behind everything that's been happening with <laughs> Metamorpho's murder of Simon Stag and everything. And Simon Stag was an uh, android, and so was uh, Oliver Queen, because they <laughs> were re- replaced by Amazo, uh, who, uh, as we find out in... In this issue and last issue, uh, Will Magnus was kidnapped by Dr. Ivo. And Ooh. he was forced to create one of the response meters, which he puts in the metal men to make them think and act and everything into Amazo. Oh. And it had unforeseen effects and it gave Amazo some new powers. So not only, <laughs> not only can he now copy uh, superpowers, he can copy knowledge and intellect. And he, he stole uh, Magnus and Ivo's intellect and it gave him a vision and that's uh total ai supremacy domination and um so so the last couple of months he's been like planning and like he's kidnapped like dr cyber and toy man and ted cord and all these people who are the
0: smartest inventors yeah and
1: he's getting them to make uh mini satellites which he's planning to put around the world to help control uh civilians and 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 robots and he's already taking control of people like robot man from the doom patrol and uh, oh no. uh red tornado and he's having them uh pen up all these like people and um it's a fantastic piece because Superman and Batman think, oh, he's he's penning up all these people to like use as slaves in his workshop and everything and all that sort of stuff. No, what he's actually doing is he's melting these people down to their base <laughs> elements to then use those oh, base fuck. elements in making his stuff in his More factory. Robots. Yeah, yeah. It, it's really dark. It's really wow, dark bro- ro- robots is made of people. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because uh Plastic Man's in this issue and he makes a soylent green reference. <laughs>
0: of
1: course he would um but yeah the heroes are all the heroes of earth are dealing with like this ai uh uprising hawkmans fighting calyx and and cyborg (laughs) uh supermen and and uh, the metal men are fighting uh, gi robot and all that sort of Ooh, stuff Nice,
0: they remember gi robot yeah
1: yeah he actually ends up getting killed because uh metamorpho turns to acid and like covers him and like melts him down which is well cool. i'd
0: expect nothing less for gi robot <laughs>
1: <laughs> um but yeah and while this is all happening the heroes are trying to find where Man <laughs> and superman are and they they're in the factory and they're teaming with uh ted cord and the real oliver queen and a bunch of other villains to like take down Ultramorpho and they do so by like making a bow and arrow out of like pieces of like garbage and metal and everything and they give it to oliver and uh, oliver's really worried that his secret identity is going to get outed if he takes the shot because Ultramorpho has a crack in his kryptonian carapace and if they mm. shoot it it'll like explode him um, and he's worried that they're going to, like, realize he's Green Arrow, but Batman's not worried because, you know, he's Batman. They'll think he did it because he's Batman. And, of course. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they end up fighting the, the Ultramorpho and then luckily uh, Firestorm shows up and is able to use his elemental powers to, to make Ultramorpho just literally disappear.
0: Uh, question about firestorm is he still the original or is he the new firestorm that they made at the end of uh lazarus planet
1: well this story's set in the past so he's the Ah, stein yeah i
0: was gonna say did anyone fucking remember that no one fucking remembered that
1: no one gives a fuck about it.
0: No, I just pulled that out to show how big my nerd dick was yeah, for a minute. Yeah. Hey, you know what
1: I remember? Yeah, yeah, you're the only person. The writer doesn't even remember that. I don't even remember Shh. who wrote that, but they don't remember I th- that.
0: I think it was nobody.
1: <laughs> it was by a by uh a, by a committee. Yeah.
0: Yeah, really a fucking committee. <laughs> yeah, I bet you didn't think you could write by committee, but you can. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so yeah, the heroes end up like freeing themselves and like starting to sort of like take down all of Ultramorpho stuff, uh new Me- new Mazo stuff. Uh, they they're all helping all the civilians and everything. Uh, and then they realize that like, where is new Mezo? Where has he gone? Because <laughs> they kind of lost him in like the chaos and everything, and it's here we right. they reveal that he can also shape shift.
0: Oh, no. um, and
1: he's taken the form of Supergirl. Uh, and he, he ends up getting the drop on batman and it's here we find out that not only has is he able to shapeshift he's got green lantern powers flash powers, oh, kryptonian powers amazonian powers and uh uh ultramorphos
0: powers so the entire justice league the
1: entire justice league metamorpho the metal men everyone's powers
0: to, to op please nerf in the next update <laughs> really yeah really uh, this character is broken i would like to say <laughs> yeah
1: and he's super smart too as well so he's he, he he's uh he's quite a quite a threat they've actually made amazo <laughs> like a proper threat not just a tool well that's good mm. yeah yeah, so it's really it's... good man mark begins his new uh, titans book soon as well that spins oh, out I of s-
0: this oh really he's doing a titans book spin yeah off? it's
1: called world's finest teen titans oh holy shit it's like the original like like speedy and and robin and 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 all those guys
0: is it is it in the teen titans book or is it going to be here in the world's finest book it's
1: going to be its own book
0: oh holy shit but how how did i fucking miss that it was
1: (laughs) was announced like a while ago really quietly
0: okay yeah i was gonna say you would think that would be a much bigger deal yeah wow if you're if you're a titans fan you're freaking uh you know goddamn cup runneth over right yeah, now
1: yeah the titans book is, itself is really
0: good as well it is really solid again that was another one we didn't quite get to talk about from last week but uh, yeah wally's alive duh
1: yeah yeah duh. wally's alive garth is working for brother blood like we called
0: <laughs> yeah freaking tempest joined a goddamn cult yeah <laughs> also they've updated their cult for modern times they did a, they did a whole catholic church refresh
1: yeah. yeah they're going on the nightly shows and talking about how they're not they're, they're, they're not evil we're called the church of blood but we're not evil
0: we're the church of eternity now are you brother <laughs> eternity yeah it was really sad to lose the alliteration but you know <laughs> uh do you want to talk about what's coming out this week sure all right so we got daredevil number 13 cool that story coming to an end very soon i am sure yeah Again, Daredevil literally going back to hell and he's got a cool new white suit to punch hell the yeah. devil in the dick probably. Hell yeah. Uh, X-Men 24. Nice. Uh, Thor Annual. Uh, Spider-Man 10. mm mm-hmm. Star-, Star Wars 36. Nice. I- Adventures of John Kent, number five. Cool. Batman Night Terrors, number one. Night Terrors First Blood, number one. So we're getting two fucking Night Terrors and I don't know which one to read.
1: I'm pretty sure we're getting more than two, but yeah. <laughs>
0: Those 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 are just the first two. Star Wars Yoda nine, X Men Before the Fall, Sinister four, number one. So Jesus. we're going back to all the, the fucking subtitles. Jesus, I I know. That, again, the more subtitles, it really pisses me off. Uh, Edge of Spider Verse four, Extreme Venom Verse four, all in the same fucking day. Are you ready? I don't think you're ready. Night Terrors, Poison Ivy number one. Night Terrors, the Joker number one. Uh <laughs> peacemaker tries hard three still haven't read that i should probably check that out i've heard good things yeah it's probably good steelworks number two night terrors ravager number one really ravager got her own fucking te- oh well it's a joshua williamson thing of course he fucking likes the character of course she got one <laughs> that makes sense uh night terrors black adam captain america 750 which uh, they're building as, like, the beginning of the big end of Steam. Yeah. But we know he's not fucking going away. We know he's just goddamn coming back as his goddamn Jim Michael Straczynski book in no time. (laughs) Captain Marvel, The Dark Tempest, number one. Marvel Zero, number one? What the hell is this? Uh, Oh, a deluxe edition collecting Marvel's uh, free comic book day titles. Okay. Uh, They're charging for them now. Okay. yeah. Yeah, hey, you know that book you enjoyed for free? Well, what if we put it in a deluxe format and made you pay money for it? (laughs) Would that be good? Would you like that? Would that be good for you? Uh, Star Trek Defiant 5. uh, Anything else going on here? Are we just into the uh, indie books now? Untold Tales of I Hate Fairyland. Man, that was really big for a minute.
1: Really? I've never heard of
0: that. It was a super big indie book for a second, and I guess it's still going. Cool. Cool. Uh, punchline but not that punchline punchline from Antarctic press (laughs) (laughs) is is that why they couldn't call the punchline book punchline because there was already another series with the same name what's the punchline book called i thought it was just called punchline no it's called punchline like something something it has a subtitle Uh, okay (laughs) gene simmons dominatrix number one really gene simmons is writing comics again Yeah, yeah you know that's gonna be good
1: eisner award winner there
0: Heisner Award winner Gene Simmons. (laughs) Look, is his kid doing art for it? By which I mean stealing manga pages for it? (laughs) That's a real thing, everyone. You can check that out. Uh, Gene Simmons' son, Nick, was going to be like a big comic book manga artist, but he just like literally traced a bunch of popular things.
1: Oh, shit, really?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Oh, yeah, that's a real thing. He like, and like popular shit too. Like, he didn't like trace obscure shit. He traced like fucking bleach. I, love, I, that. I read... love
1: that. I love when that happens. It's so funny. Just
0: just just shamelessly copying shit. Uh, no, Cam I haven't read Captain America Sam yet, but I'm gonna yeah i'm behind on that series yeah yeah there's a lot of books i'm still behind i'm still kind of getting my shit together but yeah that's everything you got to look forward to this week everyone i hope you're excited for night terrors because apparently they're hoping you'll buy all the night terror books
1: yeah that's the scariest thing about it there's just so fucking many books about it
0: (laughs) that's a little fucking egregious actually dumping all of this in the middle of summer right now it's it's pretty insane Here's a hundred new tie-in books for you they, to read. That's
1: they never fucking learn with these events. It's always just just so many tie-ins that like that if you can... that will never ultimately end up mattering in the grand no. scheme of things.
0: Like even if they just came out with one or two a week for summer, that would be fine. But they like dumped like five or six.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. As I said, like the checklist I saw, I think it was in the back of Action Comics this week. Um it showed like like the the next couple of weeks every like day through july and it's like oh here's like five books each week and then and then it, it that wasn't even the end because it says it concludes in september That's... so so we have like another month in august full of it as well
0: that's too much that's yeah. just too much
1: yeah and they're not one shots either they these are like like one and two ongoing
0: oh yeah. fuck me so
1: so like oh there's action comics one here and then there's number two next month and yeah
0: oh do you see how do you expect people to keep up with this shit and again you're gonna have the same problem that you always have where people aren't gonna know what the important one is and what's the ones they're supposed to read
1: yeah i always assume the important ones are just gonna be like the like night terrors batman one, night terrors two. yeah batman superman probably wonder woman is there's no justice league one so probably a titans one
0: yeah they're going to be two issues each that is that's a lot to ask of people two issues each yeah that's a lot to ask people especially in like you know with how expensive comics are That's at at least two
1: issues that that's what i've seen they could be more but i
0: yeah i don't Uh, know i don't know know how i feel about that yeah 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 all right everyone we'll start winding down the show then thank you so much as always for coming out and listening we do the show live saturday every week at 10 to whenever
1: yeah whenever
0: (laughs) yeah usually like an hour 30 though i think we might have actually gone two full hours this week because you know i was sick and we had to catch up
1: i think we're almost there yeah
0: We're almost there. Of course, if you're a patron, you'll get to listen to the episode back before anybody. uh, For as little as a dollar a month, we try and get the video and audio version out there. I felt really bad. I didn't have anything to put up this week for anyone. I was going to do like a commentary. I was going to stream, but I just I was just so fucking sleep deprived. It was it was not going to be good.
1: I I know how you feel. There was so much I wanted to do this week, but just just couldn't just because it's not too much. It's not enough sleep.
0: Yeah, it's not that I don't think you guys, you know, deserve good content or that deserve content. I just think you deserve good content and I just don't want to shit out something bad. <laughs> I actually got that new AEW game and I was going to play that too, but I haven't even had time to sit down and really learn that either. Yeah, really? Oh, it, it's a lot to take in, actually, because again, it's more like the older, more arcadey style wrestling games. It's a lot less uh, like what 2K has been doing. All right yeah i I lost very early on and i'm like okay i gotta actually take time to learn this cool cool i I couldn't get past the tutorial (laughs) so i'm like all right i will come back later to this no
1: no you couldn't get past the tutorial and now you've got to be like one of those guys who goes on twitter and complains that like oh this game is bad this game is terrible like there's so many people doing that with the new final fantasy where they're like we're 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 90 minutes in and it's a terrible game like well you're not even through the tutorial yet
0: (laughs) i'm actually surprised more people weren't saying that about the game actually
1: yeah
0: (laughs) i I really truly am yeah shit you know i was thinking about picking up final fantasy i still never played uh the re4 remake or street fighter i know uh what is it mortal Kombat 1 comes out sooner than i actually thought it would and we're actually getting Baldur's gate finally the new one i'm
1: looking forward to that i've i've been playing early access but i am like holding off because it's coming out uh in the like next month or something for pc
0: yeah, I, I forgot it was coming out was the thing. So I'm like, oh, yeah, this is coming out. It's been in, like, early access for so long. Mm. But they are they are actually releasing a better, more complete version of the game with, like, my favorite D&D races and classes. And I'm yes. like, good, I'm glad I waited. Yes, they are. I can, I can finally be the half-orc I've always wanted to be. <laughs> All right, everyone. So thank you so much for watching and listening. We hope you appreciate the show. And, uh, yeah, Matt and I will be back again next week. See you later. See you later, everybody. Bye-bye.